0: This is the Creative Table podcast, a place where everyone has a seat at the table because we are all creatively made. My name is Stacy and I am happy that you decided to listen today. Today is August 26th, 2021, and you are listening to the final episode of the first season of the Creative Table podcast. I don't know if I should laugh or cry. Or burst out into hysteria. Maybe I should do all three. I honestly cannot believe that we made it a year. Last year at this time, I was still wrapping my head around all of the information I had just consumed in a three-day writing and speaking conference. Of course, since it was 2020, it was all online. However, had it not been online, I wouldn't have been able to attend, and I wouldn't have gotten the final confirmation and push from God that this was the exact direction I was supposed to be moving. And I think I've shared this little nugget before, but I had my recording mic and several other recording items in my possession for over a year by the time I finally hit the record button. I really had no idea what I was doing. And that did not sit well with my personality of wanting to know all the things that I can know about all the things there are on a subject before I jump into executing a task around that subject. There were so many questions I had. Should I record an episode every week? Should I do interviews or just record solo? Would I be stuck in one format forever? And if I would, Then really, how do I choose, interviews or solo? Should I really do this? What if I'm awful? And most importantly, will anyone listen at all? Of course, all of those questions got answered in some form or fashion within the season. This first year has been a huge learning curve, and I wanted to take this last episode of this first season to share with you a few lessons that I have learned along the way. Some things I didn't know, and others I already knew. And the ones that I already knew have actually been rooted deeper into my life. And I know there are far more lessons to come. Lesson number one I am not perfect, and I don't need to be. I've shared this in a previous episode. Perfectionism is one of my downfalls. Perfectionism is rooted in pride, and it keeps me stifled on so many occasions. There were days I would come in to record, and my own voice sounded so tired. I'm sure there were times you noticed this as well. I would often get up and simply not record at all, because I thought it sounded so bad. I could have used that excuse every single time, instead of just going to get a cup of hot water. Or I felt like I couldn't get the right words out, or that I had to edit too much out, or not enough. It didn't matter. I needed to give myself grace to be the one woman production that this is and to simply keep moving forward, learning as I go. And so that's what I've done. Number two, if someone has faith in you, let them be your cheerleader. When you can't see what they see, take a look through the lenses that they are using and trust what they are telling you. I shared with you that two of my friends, Zach and Erica, You heard Zach at the beginning of this season, and you will hear Erica in episode two of next season. They had both been cheering me on and encouraging me for over a year. I was so scared, but they both saw something in me that I couldn't fully see in myself. And when it finally came down to it, I had to finish seeing my potential through the lens that they were looking through. Lesson three. Comparison really is the thief of joy. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but there are a lot of podcasts out there in the world. The truth is, anyone can start a podcast very easily. Now, some will be huge and some will be small. The beauty is, there's enough room for everyone because we all speak to different people. Again, as the motto of this podcast is, we all have a seat around the table. I don't anticipate that I will ever have a big podcast, and I'm okay with that. What I know and what I have learned through the photography world is that a rising tide lifts all boats. There is room for all of us, and we only get better when we encourage and cheer each other on. When we look at what someone else is doing and wish for that, we diminish what we have been called to do and in the perfect timing that we have been called to do it in. Lesson number four. When you follow the prompt of God and step into the place he is calling you, other opportunities open up that you had no idea were even on the horizon. When I signed up to take that conference last year, it was at the encouragement of another dear friend and cheerleader, Valerie. You heard her at the beginning of this season, and you will hear her again in next season. She was encouraging me to write my story, which is another thing I had been talking about doing, but had yet to take that step. I would not have signed up for a writing and speaking conference without her gentle push. And then to watch both of us launch into these places that I don't think either one of us expected has been so cool. I have been asked to speak at several women's events this past spring and this coming fall. And I've been able to talk to several people about writing and the next steps on a book. But again, I had to step out and remind myself that I know that God has done good things in my life before. And if he was calling me into this, then he must have good things for me in it as well. Lesson number five, doing new things can be both scary and brave. And when you are brave enough to do one new thing, other new things follow. I thought that this podcast and the blog would be the scariest adventure I would bravely step towards this past year. At least, the scariest thing that I would choose to step into. I know I say this a lot, but COVID was scary. It still is scary. And I have yet to find bravery in the idea of potentially getting it again. However, that was not of my choosing, so let's talk about the things that I did choose. Throughout the fall of 2020 and the early spring of this year, I was seeing many friends be affected in the foster care system. I have friends who are foster parents. I have a dear friend who ended up being the caregiver for a child that was removed from the home. And I attend a church that has the heart for the foster and adoption community. This got me thinking that maybe I was being led to step into that world as well. Talk about scary. Yet bravely, in early May, I began the process of becoming a CASA in the state of Arizona. I wrap up hearing observations this week and will be sworn in next week. It is scary, but I am being brave because I know that I can do hard things. We can live in the both and things of life, the things that are both scary and brave. Lesson number six. Speaking of both and, it turns out I could have a podcast that was was both interviews and solo episodes. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. At first, I thought that I never wanted it to be just me on the mic once my initial intro episode was done. Then I did a few interviews and while I totally enjoy them there are far more details to work out in an interview than in a solo version. So out of 25 episodes including this one I did four that were interviews and the rest of the season I was simply sharing who I am and what my heart and passions are all about. I'm so thankful I did it that way. If you haven't listened to those early interview episodes, I encourage you to go back and check them out. They are episodes number two, which is Valerie sharing about God's perfect path, episode number four, which Zach talked about discovering and living into your strengths, and episodes seven and eight, which was my beachside conversation with two dear friends about navigating female friendships in the different stages of life. So while I recorded mostly solo episodes in season one, season two will be mostly interviews. As a matter of fact, I have just one more interview to record, and then all of the episodes through December will be done. I am stunned that I am that far ahead of the game. Never mind, I actually still have to edit them. Lesson number seven, learn from others. I remember talking to Erica and Zach, who both have podcasts, and asking them how they decided how often they were going to record or interview, and how many episodes they would release per week or month. I learned by listening to each of them that there was no way I was going to be able to keep up with a once a week episode, not a chance in the world that was going to happen. But I could most likely do an episode every other week. And I also knew I didn't think I could handle episodes that were more than 15 to 30 minutes long if I was doing it by myself. I didn't know if my voice would hold out or if I really had that much to say. Side note, there are people out there that are laughing that I wouldn't have much to say. It turns out I'm very glad I listened to my gut. Now, I could certainly go for 30 minutes or more by myself, but the way I did it was good for my personal pace and my sanity. It allowed me to release an episode every other week, apart from a few weeks, and then to write and send out an email on the other weeks, which if you haven't subscribed to A Seat at the Table, you really should. I will leave a link in the show notes, or you can subscribe on the website. The episodes for season two, again, will be mostly interviews, and they will be a bit longer. Those are the big lessons that come to mind, but here are a few more funny ones. Number eight, you can learn anything on Google and YouTube. Number nine, everyone loves a giveaway, but always support local. Number 10, in a heated political season during a pandemic, keep your political views on the down low. Number 11, you don't have to stop recording if you cough or need a sip of water because editing is the best. Number 12, try to plan as far ahead as you are able. I'm getting better at this for the podcast, which you would think I would be good at already since I do this in other areas of life. Number 13, make sure your spouse is not watching a war movie or documentary while you are recording. This has happened multiple times. Number 14, get an on-air sign for your door. I was gifted one of these by my sweet friend, Denisha, over at Reclaimed Story, and I didn't know how much I needed it until she sent it to me. Thank you, Denisha. Number 15. Your body will wait until you hit the record button to do all the things that you don't want it to do when you hit the record button. Things like burp, or your mouth going dry like the desert, or you start to salivate like the Colorado River or you suddenly must pee, or you sneeze, or any number of other things. Again, the edit button is my friend. Number 16. The house can be completely silent all day long, but as soon as you start to record, the dog barks, the doorbell rings, the hubby goes in and out of the door multiple times, slamming it each time, and... As referenced before a war movie or documentary begins and the scene that is playing is at the height of whatever war is occurring 17 finally I started with the understanding that I was recording for an audience of one God so it doesn't matter if two or 2,000 people listen I am doing this because God said go that said you are out there, and you are listening, and I am so very thankful. So there you have it, some of the lessons I have learned over the past year, and there are so many more to come in next season. Next week, on August 31st, which is Tuesday, the Creative Table will celebrate one year in the podcast universe. I am thankful, blessed, blessed, and humbled that you choose to listen each time an episode releases. Listen for the Season 2 trailer next Tuesday, and on September 2nd, next Thursday, Season 2, Episode 1 will go live. Again, thank you so very much for choosing to press the play button and listen to this little podcast called The Creative Table. And until next time, go out and find a creative way to make someone smile.